to the Daily Mail, August 3, 1901, by T. W. H. Crossland, read for LibriVox.org by Bruce Kachuk. My dear Daily Mail, today you attain your 1650th number, which, for the sake of talking, we will call your jubilee. Congratulations, my dear Daily Mail, congratulations. There are people in the world who, in the time of your infancy, gave you the usual three months. Most new papers get three months on the day of their birth, for, at the sight of a new sheet, your wise man invariably taps his nose, looks even wiser than is his wont, and says, my dear sir, I give it three months. Well, my dear Daily Mail, you have survived the sentence of the wise, and I am given to understand that you have long been a tremendous property. Once again, congratulations. But, these buts are fearful things, are they not? But, pray excuse me if I appear to say but again, but, well, you know what I mean, don't you? Let me put it this way. When I come to town of a morning, per bus or potromelaton railway, as the case may be, what do I see? Not to put too fine a point upon it, I see a row of silk or straw hats, according to the state of the weather, and I see a row of choice trouserings, and between the hats and the trouserings there is spread a row of rustling morning papers. I can tell you the names of those papers with my eyes shut. Five out of six of them is called the Daily Mail. This upsets me. It is all right for you, of course, but it distresses me, and I do not like being distressed. Now why does it distress me? Shall I tell you? Are you sure that you could bear the blow? Can you pull yourself together for a moment? Very well, then. You distress me because the price of you is one halfpenny. I'm of opinion that in the present condition of the general purse, things which are sold for a halfpenny are really too cheap. I will give you my reasons some other day. Meanwhile, to take your own case, when I look into your pages, which is seldom, what do I find? I will be frank for the second time and tell you. I find, my dear Daily Mail, haypenniness writ in every line of you, from the front page personal column with its Massa me never leave you why you keep so-and-so's toffee about, to the last line of your astonishing magazine page. You are haypenniness. Haypenniness, 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 all the time. Of course, there is no harm in that, especially as you get the haypennies, and far be it from me to condemn you for it. On the other hand, as I have remarked previously, I do not like it. I have no advice to offer you, inasmuch as I do not see how you can help yourself but I shall ask you kindly to note that the congratulations expressed at the beginning of this poem 
bear reference to your attainment of your 1650th number, and not to another matter, which, while you certainly have the right upon your side, you appear to me to be conducting in an unmitigated halfpenny way. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.